Talks' review of WandaVision Episode 7. It's called Breaking the Fourth Wall. Uh, before we start, I just want to remind everybody that we do still have the uh, the contest going on, the giveaway. So we're giving away two Funko Pops. Just like, subscribe, and the more comments you do, the more chances you have in winning. And we just want to thank everybody that commented because it seems like every video... We're getting more and more views since you guys are interested. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. And uh, I'm joined by Michelle and Alex. So Hello. we should start with our general thoughts in the episode. on the episode. Who wants to start? Might as well. Um, I really liked this episode. I felt like it answered more questions than it left us with which getting this close to the end of the season, I feel like it's the time to kind of feel that way for each episode. Um, so I was happy with that um, without getting too far ahead of ourselves. It confirmed a lot of things that we were thinking. So like pat on the back, uh, some good validation for all of us there because <laughs> there were a couple things, a couple notable things, a couple smaller things that were definitely confirmed that were correct and still some things left in the air like Mephisto. But um, it was a good episode. It was entertaining. Um, I loved the style of it. I'm um, kind of that modern family, like the office situation. I don't love the office, but I love modern family. So that felt fun for me and really interesting to see like these characters in this setting. And yeah, it, it was, it was fun. It was fun and also really dark at the same time. So I loved it. It was good. Right. So uh, I, I found it really interesting that uh, this episode was the uh, kind of like the reality era of television where everything seemed like a documentary style like The Office uh, and Modern Family and so forth. Uh, and the fact that it's a reality and it kind of exposes the reality, like we got a lot of the big uh, questions answered and uh, the whole question of like the center of reality, Nexus, which we'll be talking about, I'm sure. Uh, it, it, it's just, it, it's a great, uh, episode like uh like a real linchpin episode because uh this is the one that's like one of the anchor ones that uh, everyone's gonna remember fondly i really enjoyed it um yeah actually you guys basically described it for me um uh, the only difference with what i'm gonna say is that michelle preferred the uh modern family to the office and i prefer the office over modern family same, same, same. I just throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I had the office like ruined for me. All of my friends in university loved it. And when the stupid parkour episode came out, like people would be just so chaotic that it just like made me hate the office. Like it just really Everybody scarred did it. me. Everybody just went parkour and then just- Parkour, yeah. parkour. They're jumping off a wall. Like they're sticking their foot out. Like I'm like, you're not, that's not, please just you're so much. Stop. <laughs> so that's so, it. <laughs> you know what? We're going to go straight to probably- the biggest reveal uh, of the episode we're sort of kind of want to go back and forth and it was the reveal that we sort of knew all along in that Agnes is actually Agatha Harkness Zewich uh, who wants to chime in on what their thoughts on on Agatha. I'll, I'll, I'll start just because I remember that Lou you said it like in the first episode I, uh, I forgot what you said exactly but like you questioned like is, is that Agatha and and I suppose like her name Agnes does hearken no pun intended with the hearken <laughs> uh hearken back to like the name Agatha so like that's in the back of your head that's one of the teases and and this entire show has been full of teases a, a lot of uh like the Mephisto stuff like the devil 
and and again a lot of nightmare uh stuff which it still could be because a lot of people are living in this nightmare world uh but i do believe that this uh agatha reveal is uh is the response this was what i was looking for that like who's the person that's throwing the wrench constantly into uh, Wanda's mechanism. Because I do think Wanda is uh, the reason why, and like th like th this all started, but it shouldn't have gone as Ari as it did if it wasn't for Agatha. Also, I love the Munsters theme song for Agatha. That was fantastic. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, I just enjoyed that. Um, if uh, actually there's a little... I don't know if most people know, but the the voice for the for the lady part where it goes, it was Ag is Agatha all along. That was Kath Catherine Hahn. Oh, she she was actually singing that. <laughs> <She's>, uh, <Hi>. great. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, justice for Sparky. Revenge of the Fallen. Um, I, I mean, we had, we've talked about this being a possibility since episode one. Mm -hmm. So the thing that I really liked with obviously being correct overall was like each piece that we were correct about. So each moment that I think back to of like, oh, we were kind of a little suspicious of this or a little suspicious of that, that those were all validated. The ones that really stood out to me were obviously <laughs> the demon hand on yeah. Oh yeah. Like sh yeah. she was pushing him in the door. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. so it, it's not crazy that we saw something that kind of was leading us to this conclusion. And then especially for last week's episode when I in particular was talking about how sus I was of the way Agnes was talking to Vision. I was like, why is she able to move? Why is she able to talk? And they really addressed that and just showed her like fixing her makeup in go. the mirror. I was like, I knew, I knew something was, I knew it. I knew something was weird there. So it felt really good that we were correct. I'm still super, like, I don't, I'm like so team Mephisto now. It's ridiculous. I am like, I apologize. I didn't it's hard, even think it's hard to be. ignore, right? Especially with this There's episode. There's so much. There's so much in this episode, even with it being Agatha all along there still feels like there's more than that. Like we're on episode seven and there was the Agatha reveal and I feel like there's still space for something more. And then particularly in the basement, there were a lot of like really demonic looking things that really don't fit with Agatha and like what she's up to. Like that like book, the Necronomicon looking book. And there was like those goat devil horns in the background. I was like, <laughs> Mephisto confirmed still in my mind. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I love, I love that we know that it's Agatha, that it, like that's without a doubt what it is. But correct me if I'm wrong from like the comic book reader sense, but Agatha has sometimes been an ally to Wanda. Is that not true? She's actually yeah. more of an ally than uh, a villain. I would say 90-10, yeah. right? Alex, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. I Like uh, to the point where I can't recall Agatha ever being a rival to, to Wanda, although Agatha's story in continuity came to an end when Wanda killed uh, Agatha in like okay. the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, that leads me to believe like, is Agatha Agatha or is she being controlled? Like, is there another hand kind of moving these pieces? Because the reveal of her killing Sparky, even though I had like an inkling that was the case, I was like, that's like straight up evil. That's so bad. And I don't know. I like think she's so as germ would say full of whimsy that i'm like man i don't want her to be that evil so that's where i'm at with it 
Yeah, because uh, Michelle, you brought up her basement and uh, her basement, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Dr. Strange's uh, Sanctum Santorum, like his house, the, the, the creepy things behind the glass cabinets, uh, a big book that nobody can touch, all these strange, uh, you know, um, supernatural items that makes me think like, well, uh, how did you get these things? Why do you have them? Is this like, did you imp like bring these in from another reality or did somebody did like, like what is the story with this basement and where mm -hmm. are Wanda's kids? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm hundred percent sure, but this has to be like the, the, the dark hold. Yeah. The I was thinking that too. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. it, either it, or some version of it. Uh, we know the Dark Old right. uh, appeared in uh, Runaways and uh, Agents of Shield. Oh. Okay. But also, somebody pointed out. It looked out different, that, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, Kevin Feige doesn't consider those <laughs> a part of the MCU <laughs> anyway. But uh, there was also somebody tweeted out uh, there was a scene in Doctor Strange where they had all these books, and then it was actually hexagonal shaped. And right in the middle was actually a missing book. I'm going to add that later on when I do the editing, but Ooh. there was a missing book. So maybe Ooh. that would, that was it. Um, okay. I think as like Michelle was saying, as, as uh, far as we know, uh, Agnes has always been kind of on Wanda's side. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. this, this reveal is almost like maybe she had to deal with a devil or the devil. She was burned at the stake. Maybe <laughs> to save, <laughs> to save her soul, somebody, you know, or not, who knows? Maybe it starts with the letter M, but so she's working for a more insidious being than her trying to maybe pay her penance to, I don't re release her soul or whatever, but that, that, that was really interesting. And it, basically adds more question even though every demonic symbolism was was in that basement you can see the uh the ram and then there yep. was like uh, sculptures of the devil and uh yeah anybody want to yeah. add to that or it was evil there's there's one thing in like the scene the precursor scene to the basement where wanda is watching the tv and she like sees like she kind of becomes suspect of what's going on um, there's the fly on the wall and I just wanted to kind of draw everyone's attention to that because I thought that was a really interesting thing for her to notice to be like oh there's a fly on that wall now I wonder where my kids are and I thought that was really interesting for them to do the literal fly on the wall so I'm just pointing that out that there's which is, a fly which on is the wall. <laughs> also really funny because it reminded me of a scene in uh man what's that Anthony Hopkins Jody Silence of the Lambs yeah. There was a scene where Jodie Foster sees like a a similar, I think it was a, a, a cicada actually, but similarly, yeah, 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 and then yeah. she yeah, goes yeah. to the basement after that, right? Oh. Yeah. That's actually, that's, I didn't make that connection, but that's actually really, that's a good call out for sure. And yeah. But that dude, the, like, that murder was all about bugs and it was a whole thing. So get, going out of the basement for a bit, we're going to probably go back and forth <laughs> to that, was a uh, Vision and Darcy. We find out that Darcy has been uh, transformed into a, I think it was a 
escape artist escape artist yeah and then vision did his get you out of the hex kind of mind thing they start to uh sorry vision starts to ask questions and darcy answers them as best she can um what do you guys think of the the whole interaction with uh darcy and vision um I'll just say, like, for me, it kind of, like, grinded the episode to a halt because, like, it it wasn't progressing. There was nothing. I agree. agree. Yeah. Like, obviously, it was done on purpose, but but it was kind of in a way where, like, all right, you're doing that to a dude that can fly and pass through things, you you know? Like, he could easily carry Darcy and fly her to wherever. Like, it, it, it wasn't... He eventually realized by the end of it that you know what am I doing with this and so I took off the microphone and decided to fly uh, but it, it I don't know I felt like kind of like a weak way to just write vision out of the story it, it was important that he he was explained the reality of his situation uh, but like the rest of it like kind of like a road trippy thing was eh, it wasn't you know to my liking I, I agree with that in terms of like if the pacing of the episode, that whole segment felt really weird. I understand the necessity for it because it, I think it was really important to establish what Vision knows and like his memories are not, not right. He does not remember a lot of really important things. And I thought that was really interesting that they established that. So it's kind of really like him being told that he was part of Jarvis and like his whole origin story is really interesting to me that he doesn't remember literally any of that because for some reason I thought he would at least remember his creation I I don't know why but I thought that would be like the one piece of memory that he was holding on to because those parts of him are still there like Jarvis is still in him technically because Jarvis wasn't the stone do you know what I mean so I don't know I thought that was just really really interesting that he's just like straight up blank slate and his what he knows is what Wanda put in there at this point so it's a little bit more alarming than than I think I originally thought it would be. Yeah, I I kind of agree with both of you too. I thought it was just sort of like a, a filler thing, but it 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 needed to be done just to fill Vision in with what he was missing. Mm-hmm. So you know they were going also going to Vision and Wanda's house, and they kept stopping, and uh, it was Vision that mentioned that it was it seemed like. Wanda was trying to prevent her, prevent him from going home, which takes us to Wanda's state of mind. And it is slowly House of Emming. I mean, that's the only thing I'm going to add to that. Like her control over powers. You see the furniture starting to go back, regress to like the, 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 the decades. He, she just kind of just like get, uh, get, get the kids out of here i just need time for myself and to like maybe kind of focus but it wasn't working um what do you guys think of wanda's decaying state of mind um going back to the yo magic commercial i think at this point like whatever whoever is siphoning her magic is like making her creation of reality more challenging so that's why she's not able to maintain whatever decade she's trying to stay in and that's why she has like honestly no idea what she's doing because I think if she was in her fully like functional state, she wouldn't have let the kids go, even if she trusted Agnes. Like she's been holding them pretty tight this whole time. So I think there was some like weakening of her magic in order to kind of make her want to have this time for herself. So then it would open up the opportunity for the taking of the children. Um, that's kind of 
what I think is going on. The thing that really got me was when she was talking to the camera and she had that like almost like 30 seconds straight of her going, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Cause that's like, that's the phrase when it's not going well. It's like, yeah, no, I'm fine. It's like, you know, that I picture the little dog in the fire when the dog's just like, I'm fine. And like the, the cafe's on fire, whatever that little meme is. Yeah. That's what I picture for that. Like everything's not okay. And she's like, no, 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 I'm fine. So. Which actually alarming in a, in a way it sort of mirrors the, uh, the very, the very first episode of uh the dude's wife just going stop it stop it stop it it kind of reminds me of that that scene there yeah good call totally um to me it was um in the last episode wanda expanded her magic and like to to just a level that it's never hit like she expanded the boundaries of her of westview uh, she reinforced the the entryways where like nobody could really get in unless you have the superpowers, right? <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, and 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 like the the cracks are starting to show. Like 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 Wanda's uh, powers are waning now, and uh, and it's kind of tied to her emotions as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she just can't uh, she can't handle it. I don't know if it's another being siphoning her powers i don't know if it's agatha that's um, what i was thinking but, actually yeah right yeah michelle mentioned that that like like someone i mean it it could be but i i don't know i don't know what the reason for for agatha is uh right now yeah um before we move too far away from vision i just want to point out that we were correct about something else because i don't know if we'll get to it otherwise on um, the whole cataract thing um hayward oh. wants to make vision a weapon like we pats on the back we we nailed it we called that um so i just thought that was worth mentioning that that was another thing we totally hit so good for us <laughs> that, thank you for bringing that up because i wanted to say that uh hayward is set to launch an attack uh on westview but here's the thing if uh monica's uh rover couldn't penetrate that I don't think any sort of military force can do it. So that's why I'm thinking that either, I think it's the next episode, whatever Hayward was working on, like his version of vision, I think that's what he's going to send into Westview to wreck everything. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and this, it, it's got me a little away from the Sentinel deal uh, because uh, they, they showed the email on uh, Agent Wu's phone it looked like it looked like vision it was like a blueprint of a vision so i'm thinking it would be or it's going to be a humanoid maybe this is a version of wonder man we're going to see uh because he his powers are also energy based kind of like the same way monica oh damn, got that's interesting. The yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and 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 wonder man uh like uh, classically has been linked to scarlet witch you know romantically and and vision uh Maybe physiologically, I, I I forgot the the whole tie with Vision, but but I'm thinking it's going to be like a humanoid android just sent in, really powerful, and yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That that actually makes a lot of sense because during um one of the uh, behind the scenes featurettes for for WandaVision, it was uh, the producer was talking about the show, and behind her, guess whose picture was behind her. 
a picture of uh, Wonder Man. Amazing. So that, oh my God, that <laughs> totally makes sense. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Wonder Man. Wonder and, Man. Uh, speaking of uh, not Wonder Man, but uh, Monica's rover, we finally get to meet the engineer, or did we? As <laughs> as uh, Monica and Darcy head towards the outskirts to get her over, we meet the sort of kind of a uh, ragtag group of uh, sword agents, but we did not see the engineer. So my thinking was because again, shit just uh, kind of ruins it for us, the internet. There was an interview with uh, the actress, and she did say that uh, that that the re- the reveal she can't wait to see our uh, expressions when the engineer is actually re- revealed. That was just a group of soldiers. By the way, I think because of their loyalty to to uh, Monica and her mom, I think th- th- those were scrolls. So, uh, what did you guys? Hey. Think of? What? It, it makes <laughs> sense, right? They they were ro- loyal oh to. <laughs> Captain Marvel, so oh, and and yeah, they did her mom, that. so there could be scrolls, and there she's been friends oh. with scrolls. So, what do you guys think about that whole incident? Okay, I'll uh, I'll I'll start. I honestly thought that it was a misdirect, and uh, I I forgot the agent's name, but 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 the person who delivered the rover, I thought that that was the astrophysicist that Monaco was talking about all along. I thought. The, like like that that was kind of like oh this isn't the ter- this isn't like the big deal we thought it was going to be it, it's not blue marvel it's not reed richards not too storm uh it's just this janky rover that didn't do anything that just flipped up on its roof uh and it was useless so uh that's where i stand on that i i, I do think it was a misdirect i think it was like nobody and our our twist or like the remaining twists are still coming yeah yeah i agree i was confused as heck honestly because like i don't know the comics obviously to the degree that you guys do and i was watching with my friend and like this lady rolls up with the rover and i'm like okay who's that like who who's that supposed to be and we're both just like i don't know that person's name this means nothing so we're pausing the episode we're like googling her last name we're like who's this and literally it's nobody from the marvel universe like this name doesn't exist so i was like oh Okay. Right. Yeah. It it felt (laughs) it felt a little cheap to me. I was a little bit disappointed. I was like, you know, you've been building it up to this situation. I'm like, am I supposed to be excited for the human, the the shitty rover, as Alex said? Like, I don't. That scene just didn't work. I was just like, this is this is dumb. Um, I gotta say, like, the thing that happens because the rover fails and Monica like bullies her way into the hex. That was so awesome. I really yeah. like, I loved her kind of working her way through the hex. Um, that was like really reminiscent of like sci-fi movies for me where you're seeing like the different like embodiments, you know what I mean? Yeah, and having like the the voiceovers from Captain Marvel and like that like tugged at my heartstrings again. I was like, this is so, this is good. I, I just loved, I thought that scene was just stunning and so well done. But everything leading up to it was poo poo. So yeah, I, I I was so when when I saw that uh, it was the uh, uh, Jimmy and Monica driving, I was just super excited, and I was just like, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. It's just a shitty rover. Who are these people? <laughs> like, uh, but then again, 
after that came probably one of my favorite scenes of the entire episode is like Michelle was uh, talking about. It's Monica finally becoming Photon or Spectre. We don't know, but based on her mom being called Photon, uh, I'm going to guess she's going to go with that name. She goes in all the, uh, which also reminds me, by the way, of uh, the way Carol Danvers finally when she got she got uh, her full powers is she had like flashbacks of her as a kid growing up like falling down so it was really really cool and and uh i love that scene and we got we got a bunch of super powered beings now in there yeah it, it's cool mm-hmm. to see her powers manifest like like she was able to see the electrical uh uh, whatever you call it, just the energy and the the power lines, and even the stars uh, were shining a little brighter than they were. Her eyes were different. Mm-hmm. It, it was really cool, and and like she stood up to Wanda. Thankfully, someone finally did besides Vision. Uh, that was really cool to see. And yeah. to confirm that she has um, like powers, is she did the uh, very famous superhero landing when Wanda do it. Did... <laughs> Very nice. Wanda picked her up. Put her down. <laughs> she landed. Eyes were glowing, ready to like scrap with Wanda, and I, I thought that was a really, really cool scene. Yeah. Which also, by the I... way, sorry, Michelle, yeah. go ahead. No, no. What I'm going to say is really stupid. So finish what you're saying. <laughs> and uh, it, there was also during that scene, we also see the mailman who has to be something. I'm like, I don't know who he is, but he has to be something. And like a one second shot of uh, Dottie. Who is very suspicious? Yes. You just like, yes, no, like you're up to something, dude. She has to be also somebody just because there's those were the two people that were shown during the scene. Everybody else stood and 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 just nothing. Like they were like frozen. The boxes mm-hmm. said presto, and if you're from yeah. Toronto, that means that means one thing. If you're watching the show <laughs> and don't care about Toronto, that means something totally different, something magic related. Uh, but yeah, it, it was curious to see the the mailman. Uh, randomly the the dumb thing i want to say is just like the inclusion of the yelling at the cat meme because that's exactly what it looked like like <laughs> that right. when she, when agnes is like leading one away and she's <laughs> pointing back like oh that that was so good that was so good um i i love the scene i honestly really wanted to see uh monica and agnes come to blows like i really just want to see i want to see fighting like i want to see more superhero yeah. stuff um, so it was a little bit of a tease, and I was like, oh, man, like, I want to see what would have happened. Like, I don't think Monica would have been able to actually stand up to Wanda, but Wanda's also having power problems right now. So maybe it could have been more evenly matched if it were to throw down in that moment. So I don't know. I liked it, though. It was cool. And, like, Monica looks great with the blue eyes. Like, that looks so so cool on her. I really liked yeah. it. She had the, uh, like Alex was talking about it earlier, it reminds me of uh, kind of Neo. When Neo was finally seeing the Matrix, oh yeah, those that's dark, right. Like, that's that's actually that's what I thought when I saw that scene. And uh, one of the uh, most telling things in this episode was actually the the commercial. It was the Nexus commercial. Um, to me, for people that know the Nexus in the Marvel universe, it's just kind of this hub where all uh kind of multi-dimensional travel happens and correct me if i'm wrong but wanda 
like Franklin Richards, uh, Kang, and Jean Grey are Nexus beings, right? Right, yes. So, yeah. multiverse. What do you guys think of the multiverse. Nexus commercials? I think it kills the uh, the Infinity Stones uh, theory that oh, no? I had. Maybe no? not. I don't know. but No? It, I honestly had that reaction initially, and I, I was watching with my friend. I was like, oh, my theory, like, poop. And she's like, you're wrong like are you dumb she's like so she she didn't actually say that she's a lot nicer than that jess i'm sorry like that's not actually how you talk um but she corrected me kindly um that okay so this is a commercial for a antidepressant right yeah antidepressants are for depression which is a mental illness which is an illness of the uh, mind uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so when she said that to me i was like oh no it actually like that fits quite well Obviously, I feel like there was a little bit of a misdirect with that one because they use the word reality so many times in that commercial that you're like, oh, it's the reality stone, but we've already been there. So Mindstone. And it still works. It still, it still works. So I'm I'm hanging on by a thread. But I think that one's actually not like the most, the most ridiculous of the, the infinity the infinity stone commercial theory. So mindstone. You know, you know why I kind of uh up with the infinity stones theory because my mind just all went to like multiverse and x-men and i'm like hatro <laughs> could still be peter <laughs> agnes could have just gotten from another from uh the other the fox universe then possessed him with possessed him with her power and i'm like okay this could still be <laughs> peter <laughs> please let it be peter <laughs> It, there's still a possibility i mean like he wasn't really in this episode until like that that post-credit scene snooper's gonna snoop which wasn't the craziest thing for him to say or do it didn't feel like you know what i mean he maybe agnes was like hey can you just like protect my place from people we don't know or whatever because he's not met monica at this point so he's just like you're snooping don't snoop you snooper so yeah there was there was another rumor that because like the bunny senior scratchy could be Nicholas Scratch, uh, which is Agna- Agatha Agatha's Harkness's daughter. No, son. son, son yeah. <laughs> there we go. You're right. I got there. Right. As for the Nexus uh, whole center of reality thing, I think, uh, yeah, it's, it's like a foreshadowing of what we're going to see. Multiversal stuff uh, going to lead into Multiverse of Madness and whatever else is to come in the Marvel Universe. Loki has to tie into this too, right? Because he's with the... Uh... Oh right, yeah. Loki's show sort of—he's doing stuff. Yeah, the time okay. the, the TVA. He he right. imprisoned by the TVA, which is okay. the time variant um, something something. So okay. Nexus. So I don't I don't know of Nexus the way you guys do from the comics, but I was thinking about the previous time that we heard the word Nexus, and that was Age of Ultron, um, when Ultron killed Jarvis. Um, Tony reassembled Jarvis and he was found in the Nexus. Oh, like super server kind of thing. Yeah, some the, right. there was yeah, the word Nexus thrown in that. there. So I'm oh. like wondering because that would be so Nexus from this commercial mention, and then also Darcy and Vision having a conversation about Jarvis. I wonder if there's something happening there, some tie in where maybe we get to be like reintroduced to a version of Jarvis or hmm. Ultron. <laughs> Yeah. Though I, I'm gonna repoint out the fact that like we only saw Dottie like that one time, and we have not seen her since like forever. So what's she been up to? 
And also, where is Jimmy Woo's missing person? Like, did that, are they dead? Like, what happened? There's been no mention of this human. And I just think that's really interesting. So I just want to, like, bring that up and put that in everyone's minds for moving forward. And more importantly, we're the twins. That too. I don't really care, though. (laughs) The the, the, fragment of somebody's soul, you know, I'm just saying maybe... (laughs) those fragments are back the missing person could be one franklin richards and he could be playing with the twins right now oh yeah that'd be kind of (laughs) i'm just saying his parents went missing the kid went into you know set to new jersey with a new family he's he's an axis being well i didn't okay so that's really we did okay here's 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 the thing about the missing the missing person thing on one of the milk curtains, there was a missing child poster. So when Wanda was having her problems with the milks, one of them yeah, said yeah. a missing kid on it, like one of those. I didn't get to see it. I uh, Truthfully, I was lazy this time and I only watched the episode twice. Um, so I didn't go back and like really pick that apart, but like maybe it's a missing child. Oh, damn, we gotta zoom in. Yeah, yeah zoom in. Internet sleuths, do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But this, see, this is the good kind of internet sleuthing. We're not, we're not, yeah. we're not ruining anyone's <laughs> lives. We're not ruining lives here. Um, it's also interesting is that uh, the uh, again with the sorry, Alex, again with the Mephisto thing is that uh, <laughs> remember when the scene where Agnes was like, Can you check my mole? Mm-hmm. And usually, moles, as they say, is kind of the mark of a uh, a witch. Oh, interesting. So somebody put that uh, mark on her is my kind of my deal. Okay. See, my Mephisto links are like way weaker. So like the bug is Mephisto. Then also the biggest man. I'm sorry, like you're going down to hell. That's my brain. It's very simple. You went down hell. Like you're in hell now. That, that, and that, you're in the basement. Um, what did you guys think of uh when Monica opened? uh the basement door and her eyes glowed purple do you think that uh maybe agatha got got a spell on her because we know that she did something to to wanda did that affect monica as well do you think that was just her kind of powers kind of reacting to the the lights that were going down there uh you know i think it's a sign that like she's not super adjusted to uh, her powers but like she's able to turn them off and turn them on she opened uh the door to the basement she saw something but maybe wanted to use her her vision for lack of a better word uh to to see the energy flux down there and then she was interrupted by pietro which uh which is really cool i don't know if like pietro's gonna cut the strings off of him and be a good guy or if he's still gonna be under the influence it's it's all it's all going to be neat to see. I'm hoping Pietro just like becomes a good guy and Evan Peter stays within the Marvel universe because everyone loves to see him. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm, I'm willing to give uh, Monica a pass because technically it is day one as a uh, superpower. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, yeah, like uh, hey, uh, going off on a tangent again is like, hey, where does that dick? He, he, he hates the superpowered individuals yep. like he's, he's gonna go after monica now yeah for sure and i think that's gonna be yeah. that's gonna play into it like he's gonna maybe witness her do something with powers and just like like nope i do not like you unacceptable and try to end her <laughs> as well 
especially because she is like she she very notably sided with Wanda against him like to his face like no I want to help Wanda da 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 so yeah. when he comes in to do whatever attack it is that he has planned against Wanda like Monica is going down with that like she's gonna which maybe like could get Wanda to trust Monica knowing like that she's getting attacked as well if that's how it plays out so that could be really interesting to see and I just want to say the thing that I really appreciate and this is just like a comic book thing but people who have powers they always have like a very distinct color and I really like that I think it's really interesting and we're going to be messing around with a lot of colors and I just I find that fascinating um just the color spectrum because like you know if you do like color so Agatha Agnes is purple right and Wanda's red and Monica's blue and red and blue equals purple (laughs) and I just think that's really interesting that those are the colors we're playing with right now and then vision's off being yellow somewhere so that doesn't really matter but yeah you know it was good good catch and it was Agatha all along and seeing just like just seeing all the strings she was pulling, it feels cool to kind of see it on the opposite end now because we've been guessing about it and now it's like, okay, yeah, no, she, yeah, she's we, doing some we things. Yeah, we have like a villain to just kind of point at right now. But I feel like it's too easy for them yep. to explicitly show us everything she's done. Like, I feel like it's too easy. I'm very suspect of it because it's like spoon feeding us at this point. Like she, like literally they're telling us it was her all along. This is what she did. And I killed Sparky. Like, do you know what I mean? And like that little wink, I'm like, did you, did you do anything? Like, I don't trust you winking at us. Listen, Agatha, what, which master are you serving? Just tell me. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Alex won't like it, but just tell us, just tell us who you're serving. No, no. Tell me it's a nightmare. So, so it won't be Mephisto. Or it's just gonna be something we haven't even mentioned yet. It's like, oh, jokes on all of us. Oh, we yeah. Super not right. And that is it for our recap of episode seven. Uh, we are the show that does the overthinking for you, so you can just <laughs> listen to us, babble. Thank you for humoring us. Um, again, just to remind you about the uh, giveaway infos right here. Uh, anything lunchboxy just check out our social media below again i'm joined by michelle and alex and we will see you again next week peace bye